You ready? Yep. How about you? Yep. Start it up. Brought to you by BRV Studios, welcome to episode 49, Who Is It? Our part of the show where we pick up a guest and give them a ride in the van. This week, we bring back for a third time our super guest, Alex Miller. We have a little bit of fun questions for Alex at the end of the show, but first, we try out a little game of two lies and a truth. So sit back and relax. This is Who Is It? with the Big Red Van. All right, everybody, here we are. Welcome again with Mr. Alex Miller. We've got we've got this guy in here for the third time, and the third time that he's been in for both the Have You Heard and for the Who Is It segment, so this is going to be some fun. Uh, you're really good at this podcasting thing, so you're going to be more of a uh, regular voice on here, hopefully, anyway, in the future, and we're going to have some fun tonight. Uh, asking each other some questions. It's not just going to be me and you asking Alex questions. He wants to get involved in the fun. We've talked long uh, off air about how we've been trying to come up with some uh, segment ideas, maybe some things that we're trying to do that are a little different uh, than the way we've been doing them in the past for our 50th episode, hint, hint, which will be the next episode. The next episode. (laughs) The next episode. Yeah, don't you put a time frame on us, but the next episode will be our 50th episode and actually our 102nd piece of media. So how cool, how, how cool is that? So uh, tonight we're going to try to go back to our roots a little bit. When we first did the Who Is It segment, it was called Storytime Rapid Fire. And it was an uh, opportunity for our guests to come in and tell a story and us to ask them a bunch of different types of questions. So we're going to do some questions and a segment idea that we've had. We're going to tease the listeners here a little bit, Hayden. And we're going to try to give them a taste of a segment that we've been toying around with off air. Something that we call two truths and a lie. It's the everything that it sounds like. <laughs> two truths and a lie. One person in studio each week will be selected as the participant. And then the other two in studio will be asked to be the panel so to speak if you've ever seen the game show to tell the truth you know what we're about to do one person is going to be tasked with the you have to tell us to come up with two things that are true about yourself and one lie and we are allowed to ask you some questions to try to determine which is which so we thought that this would be fun to try to debut tease a little bit tonight on 49 before we come with anything official possible. So what you want me to tell you is three truths, right? Because that's what I'm going to tell you. you, Okay. Yeah. Is that where your head's at? Of course. (laughs) I love it. You're a serial killer already. So the first thing that I did that really happened was uh, I jumped off of a 90-foot cliff like cliff diving 
Okay. Hurt a little bit. 90 foot cliff. Uh, second thing that I did was uh, breaking and entering uh, to have a party in a house. Okay. The third thing was, mm, I don't know if I want to give you a different story or not. I, my third thing is I also had to run around a house naked because I lost a bet. Okay. <clears throat> Alex? You in, a, in a retirement community. <laughs> this is amazing. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm. are you prepared? Do you understand what your role yeah. is? Yeah. Okay. I'm an interrogator. All right. So, um, go ahead. I'll let you ask a question. Where was the cliff? The bluffs at Knoxville uh, Quarry. Was it cold outside when you ran around the house? It was... Ex- wait, what? Was it cold outside when you ran around the house naked? Oh, I thought you were talking about the cliff story. Uh, no, it was in the middle of summer. Blazingly hot outside. It was in Orlando, actually. Okay. Was it cold when you jumped off the cliff? No, it was July. It was very hot. What was the second thing again? It was the, the party, the breaking and entering yeah, party. that I broke and entered into a house for to have a party. How'd you break into the house? The uh, the house had the back window unlocked. This is the lie. So you just slid it open. Of course, it was very easy. What? How? How big was the house? It was like a three bedroom, two and a half bed. He's a liar. <laughs> See, <I'm> not. <laughs> how, how many people were at the party? Uh, like seven people. It wasn't a big party. What time of year was the party? Uh, I'm gonna go with summertime. Actually, yeah. I don't remember the exact time of year, but I'm going to go with summertime. Uh, what were you doing at a uh, old retirement community in Orlando, naked? Uh, it was a rented house that was in a retirement, like, where ever, everybody that lived there was old. And I lost a bet and uh, had to do three laps around the house. What was the bet? <sighs> it was, uh, I'm pretty sure we were just playing like card games and I lost. Can't remember exactly. Was it the result of, like, you were playing strip poker and you got to the end? No, it was with um, a team. So I wasn't, uh, it wasn't like we were trying Wait, to Wait, so you all got naked? And just and held no, each other's wing-wangs? I just, I just, just lost, is what happened. And then they locked me outside, and it was, it was like stereotypical right out of a movie. I was stuck naked outside with no clothes. How did it resolve? I eventually I found a window, just another like, window just like at the huh? other house, hmm. and I uh, was able to sneak myself back in. It was it unlocked also. It was just, unlocked also. You and these unlocked windows, <laughs> you just have good luck. I'm, I'm good at scurrying into an unlocked window. Okay. So. What sound does your dick make when you're running naked, <laughs> smacking against your balls? Can you <laughs> demonstrate? You know he's gonna add, over exaggerate that. Uh, how do you- <laughs> it's like. <laughs> All right, so I feel like we've reached our limit of questions. No, I feel like we got to put a time limit I'll give on you, it. I'll give you one more question. Do you think that I broke and entered into a house to have a party? You got any questions left about that? Yes, I I, I don't think that you broke into. I a think house that's a lie as well. Actually, um, <clears throat> I I would like to hear more about this cliff jumping though. I think our listeners would like to know a little bit more about that because I think that's something that you would actually do. Well, if you're familiar with the area, there's the the quarry that's not the one that's in Iams. It's like on the other side of Henley Street Bridge in downtown Knoxville. You're actually not allowed to go there. It's like a trespassing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's Bad boy. two really awesome places to jump. One of them is like 90 feet and it's terrifying. And the other one is like 35 feet and it's a lot of fun. But I did go jump off the big one. Mm. 
That's my last question. Total. How many people were at the supposed break-in party? Like I said, like seven. I, I guess I could probably count. Uh, Did you already <laughs> ask that? Yes. Oh. I was hoping that he was going to answer it separate. That's why it's set different. That's why I didn't No, I mean, that. that's a guess. I mean, as far as actual people there, like, seven's actually a really good guess. I'm pretty sure that's all that was there. I didn't ask this, actually. I do have one more question about the house. Okay. So, uh, one level or two? Two. And how did you get to the upstairs window? It wasn't an upstairs window. It was a downstairs window that was unlocked. No, it was definitely downstairs. It was on the back side of the house, though. <clears throat> okay. Um, I think ding, ding, ding. I think our time's up. Okay. Um, I think uh, a little sidebar uh, between me and Alex, if you don't mind. Uh, Alex, I, I think I've... Uh, I think I've kind of changed my opinion, man. I, really? I think I think he uh, I think he jumped off the thirty-five foot cliff and never had the balls to jump off the ninety-foot one, and he's just telling us he did. What if like, he's I like think, being I think a super dick and it's like an eighty-seven foot cliff? And it's just <laughs> if if we get to the end and he's like, "Ha! It was eighty-seven feet." <laughs> I'd be so pissed. But what do you think about the cliff thing? Is it just? That's I think of, he did the cliff thing. Like, he's like a rustic dude. It looks like he could be coerced into jumping off a cliff because we only right. get we only get one guess like we don't both yeah. get a guess like no i we, think that's uh, personally i think it's the breaking and entering into the house thing all right all right all right hayden um i think we've come to a decision that you did not break into a house to have a party with seven or so of your friends through a first floor window um so easily because it was unlocked um, we we uh, we are going to go with that as the lie, and the truths are that you jumped off a ninety foot cliff, and that you uh, what was the th- what was the other one ran naked ran naked around a house. Yeah, the the naked is that's the easy truth. I was at a paintball tournament and I lost a bet, and uh, yeah, I had to had to do a couple laps around okay. the, around the condo in the middle of the retirement community of the house that we had rented. How old were you? Uh, 18, 17, 20. Uh, a lot better than 13. 27 <laughs> yesterday. Oh, glad, I wasn't a little kid. I'm glad you didn't say like 13, no, no, no. 14. I, I was an adult at this point. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, yeah, so that was the truth. Okay. The uh, the other truth is I uh, I broke into a house. Because <laughs> oh, <laughs> the cliff was 87 feet tall. <laughs> no, I, I didn't jump off the upper ledge of the quarry and so, the bluffs. So, my last second gut gut feeling yeah, was right. Yeah, I uh, I described the area well because I've been there a million times. That's why I had a gut feeling that maybe when you said there was a second option, that there was a lower and a higher, I was like, okay, he's going to be able to have detail about this. So but you yeah. know him better than I didn't think he was a pussy. See, I oh, so I'm, I mean, I, I'll <laughs> jump off of something high, but I'll it, do it right now. <laughs> but no, 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 this. Like that's a long ass ways up. Okay, yeah, that's not I like do it. ha ha. That's fun. It's kind of high. Like thirty feet's like ha ha. That's kind of high. Forty feet, fifties really pushing it. When you get okay, up, but when there you get up too? into the nineties and hundreds, you're like, that's a very bad idea. There's no way I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. No. I, I said that. No, I said you, you know, were I a sissy, tongue in cheek. because I wouldn't do thirty five. I wouldn't either. People have been severely hurt at uh, at what I'm t- doing, what I was talking about at that place. Like many people have been knocked unconscious and had to be saved out of the water. See, and there's probably some of our listeners that are like 
Guys, it's the 90-foot cliff. Do you not realize how high 90 feet is? Yeah, but and I'm sure... And we just glossed over I'm because sh- of how he reacted. I'm now sure that you, you think want about to know, it, though, 90 is really high. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you want to know, though, the breaking in the house. So, um, wasn't my idea. Um, somebody else went through this. Okay. Or, or was, was, had done this the previous night. It was like, it's fine. Let's just go. And uh, it, what it was was a, uh, a, a community that was under construction... And so the window in the back was open because the construction company was leaving it open for the workers to be able to come and go when they get there in the morning without having to have a key to the door. Ah, you sneaky bastards. We weren't malicious or anything like that, but it was just like we were just chilling upstairs in one of the empty bedrooms, like drinking a 12-pack of beer, playing cards, and just like laughing and having a good time being, you know, kids. Um, And then we left. I took a shit in a toilet one time to a house under construction and it didn't have water on it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> sounds like Walt's I had story. To. Yes. I had to. Yeah, that sounds a lot like Walt's story. I feel like I'm going to be paying off that karma for the rest of my life. Like every time I stub my toe, it's like there's a reason. Yeah, yeah I think that's kind of how to, uh, toe stubbing works. I'm fairly proud that I stubbed y'all. I was thinking about that in my head for a while. Yeah, and that's why I think that game you have to have some uh, some warning. You know, you can't be sprung that on the spot. But mm-hmm. it, that's that's good, isn't it? I think I think that could be fun, and if we can uh, come up with decent questions. And I didn't even think about it till at the end. Right at the end, I was like, "This son of a bitch." <laughs> the, the cliff thing, you know. I'm glad, I'm glad I said that out loud, and that wasn't just in my head. I assumed head, so. he was kind of exaggerating, you know, but it, when you really think about <laughs> when 90... When said the 87 thing. Yeah, <laughs> then that, that came into my head. I'm like, yeah, hey, That's hey. good. So, speaking of speaking of this, so, um, Alex, what would you say is, uh, like, the craziest dare that you've ever taken? Like we're talking about jumping off a 90-foot cliff over here. Have you ever... You were, the, were you the daring type? I mean, you got some tattoos. Did that mean you were super adventurous? I didn't get any tattoos rebellious? on a dare. <laughs> no, I, I just meant mean that in you terms of you being in a, the adventurous type. I was, type was stupid when I was edge. younger. I okay. wasn't adventurous. I was dumb, and I would do things if I was goaded on for attention or something. I, uh, or I guess you, that's kind of what the question were, is. Were you a fan of like the jackass oh, yeah. and all that? Oh, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. my God. I, I can't tell you how many times I got the wind knocked out of me because I was like, yeah, I'll jump off of that. <laughs> I uh, I snort. The, the one that comes to mind is I snorted about a six-inch line of salt and pepper I... off of a lunchroom table. Uh, for like, Six-inch line. For like... <laughs> For like fourteen dollars or something like I do it. It was just it was one of those things where you just get people to throw their extra lunch money into a pile and then when it got high enough you'd be like, All right. That's enough. And everybody's like, Do it, do it, yeah. do it. Uh, my nope, uh, I'm gonna need two more dollars. Yeah. I mean if, at the time fourteen dollars seemed fine. It was probably mostly just for the shit. Inflation's giggles, but, a bitch. <laughs> um yeah, I immediately remember vividly, like just it felt like a train ran up my nose and like my eyes turned bloodshot and like just snot running down my face and I couldn't breathe. And I actually, when I got back to class, my teacher thought I was on drugs and sent me to the office and I got like questioned and I had to explain, no, it's I'm not on drugs. <laughs> I just snorted a bunch of salt and pepper up my nose. And I mean, that, that didn't go over well either. Uh, and then I remember getting home that day and i immediately jumped in the shower because i felt awful and my nose just started bleeding and it bled for like 15 minutes 
So, yeah, that was don't do that. That's bad. Well, you mentioned something, uh, this kind of little bit of a extension onto that. You mentioned something about how you were kind of a rough kid. Yeah? Uh, What's the worst thing you ever did as a kid and got away with? I really wasn't, though. I wasn't okay. a rough kid. I was like... I was kind of like a scared kid. I didn't. I didn't like to do too many things and get away. Uh, try to get away with it because I get my ass just beat. You know, like there were consequences when I was a kid. Um, the worst thing I ever did and got away with. I have a good answer to that. <clears throat> for you, mm-hmm. you go ahead. I'm going to think for a second. So I actually threw a bag of shit on someone's porch once when I was. Uh, Maybe like a sophomore or junior in high school. Like on fire? Uh, yes. Oh, me and me and right. two friends. Uh, and it was a random person. So it wasn't like uh, we hated this person and <clears throat> Billy Madison bag. What it's kind of poop shit? Again. It's poop again. <laughs> was it person shit? Don't put it out with your boots, Ted. <laughs> it's out of control. Call the fire department. Don't tell me what to do, devil woman. <laughs> I did that to some random person, um, me and a friend, and I don't. I don't think I've ever told this story really to anybody. Uh, my friend, my dear, dear friend, who I don't ever talk to anymore, probably doesn't listen to this podcast. His name's Chris. Uh, him and I, uh, junior sophomore year of high school, uh, just up one night doing some things that we shouldn't be doing that were telling us hey you need to go shit in a brown paper bag and you need to go put it on your neighbor's doorstep uh on fire so we uh we did that and uh never owned up to it really till the next day funny thing is is i had basketball camp started at like 7 a.m the next morning so as i'm getting a ride to basketball camp we go by this house and i see the charred bag like no one ever got to it no one ever <laughs> saw it and it just burned to uh a pile of charred poop that they got to find. And then when I got home from camp, it was cleaned up. Oh yeah. It's like somebody whose parent had like passed away and they found him in the house and they walk out on the front porch and there's just a bag of shit there and you just like ruin somebody's life. This makes me, this reminds me of, this was in Billy Madison was like the hot movie. Okay. Like the the shit poop. It was literally 97, 98 when I did this and it was, uh, Something stupid that we did, but it was fun. Like, okay, so back when I was, like, probably middle school, doing, like, a church youth retreat thing that they would do from time to time, which is, like, where they'd have, like, all the seventh grade guys uh, at this sponsor's house. And it was, like, a whole weekend of, like, doing activities and fun stuff and whatever at their house, okay? And then we'd come back to the church or whatever, like... That was when I was in middle school. But anyway, so one of the traditions of doing this was obviously the seventh grade guys had to go prank the seventh grade girls wherever they were. This was kind of implied, right? Just like summer camp. Of course. You got a panty raid, whatever you want to call it. So Is that what you guys called it? No, that's not what we called it, but that's like what they called the movies. No one has had panty raid in like 52 years. (laughs) We're going to have our children panty raid. Like, that's, I'm just you Hayden's trying to use, bringing back I'm Panty Raid. To use movie that would be a good band name. The, yeah. Panty Raid. Oh. It's like a punk band. A good punk band, yeah. Vending Machine Panty Raid. Vending Machine Panty Raid. Vending Machine Panties are a whole thing. It they is are. a real thing. In I know. And they are. It's like yeah. a whole genre of people. 
But, but anyways, they tack them to the wall in the alley. The reason I bring this this story to to the podcast is we were talking about like how vile that was. So one of the pranks that we uh, did to each other. So first of all, we're driving over one of our sponsors, who's like a, a high school person. They uh, they have a car and they're driving us. To the girl's house, and we find a possum dead no. in the road. <laughs> okay. We brought that to their house and left it in the driveway, because that's what you do. Of course. Um, and then they got us could've, back. Hey, could have been worse. They got us back with like uh, a water balloon fight. So then we came back with water balloons that were full of uh, sardines. I thought you were going to say urine, but okay. Not that vile. All right. But we put uh, like sardine, a sardine in each water balloon and then poured a little bit of the sardine juice before we'd fill up each water balloon. So whenever you got hit by one, it was like sardine water on you. That's disgusting. But uh, yeah, and then that resulted in us going and getting like a 3,000 foot roll of saran wrap. You can get like the the restaurant size roll. Have you ever seen one of these working in any restaurant oh, yeah. where it comes? We used like, to do that to people's cars. Yeah, where it's like a like a twenty four inch wide, kind of like the ones that you can wrap a pallet with. Oh yeah, or a body. yeah, exactly like the ones you can wrap a pallet with, and you can just make the car be unrecognizable. And so that's what we did to the 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 sponsor's car at the girl's house. So they that is. Uh, a time-consuming unpackage. Yeah, you know that's and then gonna you take know, you. You know bit. what the extra trick is too? You take a roll of fishing line, and you put like three or four rolls at the start, and roll the fishing line in with the saran wrap. So when you go in there trying to tear it off, you have to cut through each piece of fishing line to to be able to get it off. That's awful. Then you vaseline the whole outside. Oh yeah, all the doorknobs all the places and then you take a picture of it and then you at the big red van podcast on instagram <laughs> and you say thanks hayden for the idea per- oh yeah persiate it hopefully all of our listeners are adults that wouldn't do that in the first place but terrible ideas all of these i threw a tuba in a I threw a tuba i threw a hot dog in a tuba that came to mind you were talking about stupid high school stuff. <laughs> hot dog in a tuba. we were playing a hot dog down a hallway we were playing <laughs> We were playing uh, Maribel High School in football, and we were uh, the visiting team, and I don't know, we were stupid, and you know, you just don't like the other high school, and uh, the band was walking They're off, your uh, rival. You went to William Blunt, right? Heritage. Heritage. So we, okay, weren't, so. we didn't even have any rivals. We were okay. terrible at everything. We just liked to build it up like we had rivals. Sure, but well, you, di- you didn't like Maribel. So. No, no. I went to Maribel for a while. I didn't like Maribel very much, uh, and I chucked a hot dog with like mustard and ketchup and shit all over it and i was oh, throwing and- it at their band and it went in the tuba hole hot dog like with in, yeah. with bun bun uh- mustard ketchup bun the whole thing just <laughs> yes. chucked it like a football it goes in the tuba hole tuba guy freaks out they pull a cop over and the cop starts doing the thing where he's like pointing and looking up <laughs> there and trying to figure out who did it I did not get caught. That did was you only... duck and hide, or did you act? No, play I just it off? played that shit off. I was looking around like, who the like, fuck did that? Who would have done <laughs> such a thing? Who's disrespecting music? <laughs> oh my god, you guys see that tuba player choking on a hot dog? But I had to go through the entire tuba to get into his mouth. You realize that, right? I know. It wouldn't have got to his mouth. <laughs> All it did was dirty up his tuba and make a big pain. Have you ass. ever Dude seen Dude was a tuba player. Tunes? I'm surprised he didn't catch that shit out of the air like a golden retriever and just <laughs> snack it down. <laughs> Then you said you've never hit a hole in one before. I don't want to talk about this. I'm, I'm saying that you being no, able to, I haven't toss a hot dog with bun, you know, 
and mustard you for that matter. You don't throw a golf ball. Wade's reaching here. No. If you I'm can just, dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to say uh, I have hit a hole in one You before. have. If, if you didn't know. I was know, with you. Um, yeah, for those of you that didn't know, that that has happened. So, um, Happy you, Gilmore <clears throat> hit a hole in one on a par four. On a par four, he yeah. did. Yeah. That's real. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, I've seen it. So you uh, and your wife are awesome, <clears throat> and you guys Thanks. have an uh, awesome little family. Do you guys have any neat or eclectic or silly family traditions that you guys do for anything, whether it's uh, we do this every summer or the, during the holidays we do this kind of thing or we eat dinner every Wednesday at this restaurant? Like, Do you guys have anything that you guys do that's like your family's thing? We're very, like, non-tradition based. Like, we don't really, we're really chill about, like, holidays and uh, rituals and being retail, you know, uh, Nick works. Sure, I stuff. get that, yeah. We're just kind of goofy in general, I think. Like, just, we all do, like, voices for the cats and, like, certain voices we do with each other. And so we have just little, like, ongoing joke type stuff more than we have, like, oh, it's Wednesday. Today's Taco Bell Day or something. So. Sure, and I think that that's actually a pretty good uh, <clears throat> example, definition, whatever you might want to call it, of the way that a lot of families are these days with a lot of the schedules and work schedules with their differing jobs about how it's not necessarily a recurring tradition because the dad works nine to five and you know or whatever and we're always home at the same time so where we can do this dad is sitting there waiting or there's a glass of lemonade in dad's cup that's waiting by his chair when he gets home like all these stories that we can have about our grandfathers that went on forever and ever about they came home from work and there was their cup that was waiting with their drink in it or whatever by their chair and they had or it better you know, be and that was <laughs> it better be <laughs> so the meaning of a family tradition was more uh ingrained in us because there were daily traditions in our lives just with, and all that type of thing so what about you guys do you and deanne have anything yet with little harding that you've uh. done annually with him in his three years he just recently turned three um, man, as far as annually, no, but we definitely have like, we've already started developing a few different family, family things that we always do, you know, uh, like, um, we definitely have our like go to restaurant that's like, I mean, very much a family tradition where we, we like know the staff, you know, like we're there when they see us, they know our names, you know, and they're like high five and harding cause they're, he's the cool little man of the crew. Sure. Like, you know, and and that's super fun. Like having like a local community connection, like where we go to a, a certain place a lot. Um, that's a lot of fun because you know it's it's good to know your community. And I, dude, I yeah, that's a uh, that's a big thing for me. I feel like is knowing your community as much as you can, but uh, especially when you have a family. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we do. I forgot uh, or just thought of this. We uh, anytime a new twice a week whenever the fail army new fail army oh, videos oh, yeah. we just just sit down it's usually kind of near bedtime when kids having a snack or something and we just always watch gotta watch the the, watch fails we used to do when delaney was smaller or younger um we did king of the hill for like a year it'd be family time and we'd have her sitting there and me and nick would just be sitting around watching it and then it got to the point where she started getting old enough to understand King of the Hill. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, I mean, it's not terrible, but it's not but something you want to... Your... It's got subject matter. It has some subject matter. And yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, we we had to shut that down. Maybe maybe we can resume it again soon, though. What a bitch! <laughs> oh, <laughs> Bobby, if you weren't my son, I'd hug you. <laughs> yeah, I think that <clears throat> Steph and I are trying to get our kids onto uh, just traditions that are really are things that we've done. You mm-hmm. know, more things that we've done. I'm thinking more around uh, holidays and traditional times, that kind of thing. How, how did we spend it and how can we make it uh, to where it's the same or we try to go on a vacation every year financially that always changes and you know all schedule wise with our, our works and that changes so I wouldn't call those a tradition but um, we all have young families and I think that it's something that uh, it's really cool to think about the daily tradition and how that's changed in our generation versus like our parents or our parents parents generation my, my next goal is going to be neighborhood party yeah man like i want to get i think that's the next step in society to be honest i want to get to the level where it's like it's memorial day or whatever so it's time for the neighborhood barbecue you know what i mean i want it to be to that point where my neighbors are all people that if my kid is in distress they they would feel 100 percent comfortable just running to their house you know what I mean? Like, I want that kind of relationship with my neighbors. And so I think they're sketchy, though. Well, I mean, I, I don't, don't have any sketchy neighbors. I, that's the thing is, I don't want to be old one. man about it and just blanket <laughs> statements say that's the way it used to be. So I'm not going to. But I'm go- what I'm going to say is, is it was easier to be that way back mm-hmm. years ago. Nowadays, you have to be more active and have neighborhood get-togethers and actively try to get the people that live across the street from you actively try to get to know that person. Mm-hmm. It's not just going to naturally happen because of the way that they raise their family and you raise your family, like right. the way that it used but that's, to. I think that's my next like community goal for myself is like I want to have sure. I want to have a like a memorial weekend party that's a tradition every year that all of my neighbors come to. That's my that's my next thing. Well, I think that's uh, good aspiration. A, a good thing. I, I, we've talked a couple times about how the the thought of community and of local community, local government, and all that in the future having a very very key role in the way that states and municipalities or whatever you want to call them are going to be one day mm-hmm. govern themselves. It's all going to be our next door neighbors in our county. That's really going to matter. It's really what matters most, anyways. It's really what should. You know, to a lot of people. So, all right, let's change gears a little bit. Uh, what is your favorite smell? Favorite smell? Yeah. Um, is it like real creepy if you say bleach? <laughs> no, I, no. I think that we could have gotten carbon monoxide. Might have been like like we were. I think talking off air. Context is everything. If, sure. you, if you said chloroform, <laughs> you know, yeah, maybe, maybe. Like fear. Yeah. <laughs> Fear is my favorite smell. Um, Bear. I like uh, I like citrus a lot. Lemon, orange, things like, like that. Like citronella? No. Okay. No. Like okay. citrus. <laughs> like when you when you're peeling an orange. Yeah. Just like I, I know it's little citrus mist. Citrus. You know what citrus is? Good. Uh, I was being mm. a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Usually. Mm. <laughs> uh, you, you know when you peel an orange and it just squirts you in the nose. Squirts just kisses or the sometimes air. in the eyeball so, and you're like Ugh! yeah kiss kiss from a rose. Uh, yeah, no. So, yeah, citrus. Bleach, just because you associate it with, like, clean. you like... I do love a good, like, Lysol bleach. Like, freshly disinfected smell. Well, that's what we use. Would you say that that's kind of one of your... Fa- would be your favorite smell? 
No, no, no. I could tell you my favorite smell. Go. Favorite smell is when you get at like 6,000 feet in the Smoky Mountains, there's like a rot smell of like the the mossy black dirt that's at the top of the mountains that stays at like a temperate cold weather all the time but has like that rot smell it's just funky and earthy but that smell it's a good that's smell. a good smell that's your favorite smell that's a, that i'd say that's probably my one of my favorites i think truffles huh. when it, you know when you just like enough. get away from, when you get away from <laughs> I like, everything I like chocolate and you get up there and you're just like walking through the woods and that smell is what you're smelling and like it's just like so relieving you know mm. what i mean it just it's a nice place to be it is Lysol. all context though it's like it's favorite smell for what it just depends on the moment that you're in yeah that's true but i just you know like i don't want to sit around smelling bleach all the time if i like if, i mean i think the answer like it's gotta be like bacon right bacon's oh. good i mean ooh. Bacon, can, that's a good close one. second right there how can bacon not be how Gar- bacon garlic not be roasting one? that's a good one i feel like that's Ooh. like i don't know how long it see but that's all things i can eat that's a totally different dynamic that's what i'm saying this is a very different answer like but i, I mean when i i guess when i took the question i meant like smells that aren't food related is how my brain answered that question if it was food related bacon is right up there at the top I don't know that there's anything better to smell or than bacon. Chicken and dumplings is also right there with. The I mean, pies greatest smells. Some, some really some pies are up there. The way that they smell when they're being cooked. Oh, yeah, and, you know, some pastries and bakery type stuff like, smells a good amazing. Cobbler. Good cobbler. I hear really good, uh, good peach cobbler. Good marijuana smells good. I don't See, know. Good. Uh, I hear good sativa. That might be know? true. I hear good, that that uh, might be the best smell. Yeah, maybe. Uh, some people think that it stinks. Some people find it repulsive. Good people don't some people, know what that smells uh, like. Some people think that it smells like gasoline. And the smell of gasoline's not bad, though. Diesel engine fuel that's also not sour. Also smell. You know, <laughs> might, might have a drop of sour in it. But who knows? I just, I've, I've heard things. So um, my favorite smell is bacon. It's bacon. <laughs> it's bacon, or it's. Um, but you wouldn't want your wife fresh to smell cut like bacon. grass. No, Ooh, I mean that's a good one. Like fresh. See, that's on the level of what I'm talking about. Like, but not like summertime fresh cut grass. I'm talking like it's got to be fall. Like not even spring. I'm talking fall with like fall a, grass? just a little bit of mildew in the air. Yeah, like a 62 degree temperature at sunrise. You know, with that crisp breeze. Like uh, fall in the south, by the way, is what sold me to live here is how amazing Just fall very in the south is it's but the temperature is the change from summer to winter in the in the south is incredible so do you um, remember that michael jordan cologne line from like the of 90s course I, I think so. there was like grass and baseball glove leather baseball, and like yeah. there was some really Ooh. weird scents baseball glove leather yeah, i didn't get the that's grass. a good smell to be totally honest absolutely mm. it is but do you want to smell like that no like you love no. bacon but you don't want your wife to smell that's like, like bacon. uh I, I was I mean maybe. I was like halfway laughing at how silly it was but I was also in half agreeance on uh decent at best um Reese or I'm sorry I'm sorry Garrett was talking about how he kind of enjoys the smell of like gym bio I didn't catch that one yet but like like it's like it's like I guess you could say your brain registers registers it as like a 
pleasant time because you really enjoy a comforting smell. Yeah, it's like a, you like, like the association, not necessarily the smell. Yeah, not. But when you smell it, you're like, yeah, the gym, like working out, like that. I really like that, you know, whatever. Like it was kind of just funny, but I was like, but I kind of get it. Like it's kind of like the. Like your own farts don't smell so bad. Yes, but but to other people they make them gag. You like the <laughs> you smells. Know? You like the smells of the things that you like to do. I guess that's true. You like to fart. Farting's great, man. Farting feels awesome. <laughs> like, of course. Tell me that you don't like to fart. I don't. What? Just like got hot butt afterwards. No, but, and so like... no, no one else is around. It's just you, and you've got you don't you don't like to fart. I don't. I don't know, man. Like, not really. Man, for I don't me, like ta- I, farting. Feels I feel like great. <laughs> I feel like it's especially when you're alone. You feel you know? better it's afterwards. Like, if no, you it's have it's to about fart. getting into position to make sure that it is maximized. <laughs> There's always this moment of like, I hope that's just a fart, though. Like a lot of the time, of course. And the older there, you get, the more moments that you know you are. So afraid it's of. stressful. It is. Um, no, it's. I've got. I it ha- depends on what you eat. O- oversharing here, but I I have uh, foliage in that area. Foliage, foliage. Okay, that, yeah. That there's, there's an of, underbrush. The, the the swamp gases get tramped in the swamp a little bit. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. And that that's not pleasant. And you that's maybe why you should when take you take a bush a sh- hog. To that's it. why when you take a shower, you liberally make sure the gooch is clean, or take a bush hog to it. That's also an option. They call but, it a weed whacker. You gotta you gotta love the gooch on in the good shower. You gotta love the gooch. <laughs> you can get a clip of that. So, um, good idea for a reality TV show that hasn't been done. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we're waiting on that million dollar idea. Ready and go. Think Tank. I want like gladiator combat to come back, but just for like Darwinian criminals like i want to see no armed scissor guy fight 92 year old murder granny oh I like yes that. and like, like the winner that. just gets to go free i like and that they they could have like it'd be like pimp my ride like they could like cater to whatever their specialties were so they just put like super badass scissors on his feet and then mm. she's just got her pistols you know that one, wouldn't be very fair <clears throat> she's 92 one, though one she game, might not be that good of a shot she, she might not be and if he's rolling around like a like a centipede and like <laughs> One game we have to play at some point is we have to pull together a dream team of the five best characters that we've talked about on our podcast. Do like I a, think no arm scissor guy. Like, do a bracket. I think yes, it's got. There's, there's a better one because we're not limiting. A, a, cle- a clear front runner. No is, arm scissor guy. I is mean, Keister Master. Keister guy that held it for 38 days. Yeah, that's until, a clear front runner. Until a judge came in and said. Drop the charges. Let him out. I mean, he's he's a one seed. Yeah, he's a one seed. And then we definitely have. I mean, I think no arm scissor guy takes. He makes a strong push, but <laughs> he's in a different like. That's region, rec- but that's he's recency another. bias. Okay. Hmm. So I uh, I think that we should uh, pending uh, research. And if any of our listeners out, I mean, there, barbecue um, serial killer lady. She's probably a three seed. She's she's in there. Yeah. She's definitely a three seed. Mm. 
We could. You should plead the cases for each one. There needs to be some debate there. And see what we could do. So you guys are going to disagree for but sure. But see, where this podcast is going to go on forever. So what we can do is we can drag this out as long as possible, and then just <laughs> over episodes, just release what their seating is, and then drag it out till March. And then when March rolls around, we can actually do the bracket sure. live in there. But we'll just throughout the episodes, we'll release the 16s and then the next episode will be the 15s and we'll just we'll release the this is so much more work than i signed on for okay um all we need to do is set up a uh sponsorship revenue stream there you go send your money to money sent (laughs) here patreon yeah i mean you could just i message me the money i mean i'll take that too yeah, I mean, totally. She just I message me to say hi sometimes. Yeah, I guess so. I don't want to though. <laughs> it's uh, our uh, our Apple Pay account is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got one more before I want to get out of here. I want to I want to hear this from both of you guys. What part of elementary school do you wish you could incorporate into your adult life? Easy answer. Okay. Uh, snack time. Snack time. And uh, nap time. Nap time. All right. I can't even tell you how siesta. Oh man, like a good especially if you got a busy morning, a good little like forty five minute like just at like, what what time? Uh, what two time two, three o'clock. Two or three o'clock, okay. That, Before that the, sets you up till when? I mean, then you're good for the rest of the evening. Like power time. We're talking nine, ten o'clock? Yeah, yeah. Easy. But man, you get that little midday little little eye shut. Oh yeah. It's amazing what like fifteen minutes will do for you. Yeah, yeah, especially if it's actual, you know, good out drooling fifteen minutes. Mm -hmm. Okay, Alex, give me like art class. Okay, like like elementary art class, which was badass. If I could just go like hang out with some nice lady and she just show me how to make like a, a, a clay frog or something and then paint it and just it'd be nice. Yeah. Chill. And you want you want to do that like tomorrow? Yeah, every day. <laughs> or like I guess it was like once a week. You got to like rotate. Okay. That's I guess I could go to the library if I wanted to. I really enjoyed art class. I could go as to a the, kid. You can go to the gym as an adult. You can go to the library. Not a lot of people go to art class. You got to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah, they call that uh painting with uh what now? Oh, no, yeah, they have that uh that wine painting class yeah Those you go drink wine so and then bad. there's like an instructor well yeah they're like everybody. telling you what to do <laughs> yeah but it's basically like a paint by numbers while you drink yeah, yeah it's like here's some wine here's yeah. a paintbrush here are all the strokes you, do you make guys, did you guys ever have a light bright when you were kids absolutely yeah. okay Which, that's delaney exactly. still has a light bright no way we either just got rid of it or she still has it i don't god knows it's in the toy pit of sorrow if you still have it she doesn't want it my daughter would take it okay and i'll buy it from you Uh, i'll just give it to you it's 150 Uh, dollars it's a classic two dollars it's a classic uh yeah yeah i totally lost track of where i was going art class art class kickball kickball Kickball. i was a fucking god at kickball not to toot my own horn yeah, humble. I could kick some balls, though. He was the happy, humble happy Gilmore of kicking the kickball. Okay. The kickball. In, in, in gym class one time, we were playing kickball, and I kept kicking the ball so far that it was hitting the scoreboard on the other side. Mm. And so the gym teacher was like, you're not allowed to kick with your right foot anymore, trying to be a dick. 
oh. stepped up there and kicked that left-footed shit right into the scoreboard. <laughs> still remember that. I bet you didn't still see that remember coming, that. y'all. I still remember that. That's it was just like just that dirt s- off my shoulder, just like side-eye. Still, I'll never forget yeah, that moment. Yeah, you just got to stop and stare at the, ca- <clears throat> at the gym teacher and be like... What you got now? Yeah, man. What tuck, you got now? Tuck your balls back up into your shorts, Just buddy. stare at him the whole time you're rounding the bases. Mm-hmm. Just trying to get that dugout clear and brawl in. <laughs> yeah. Do something. Try to do a bat flip. I don't have anything to lose. I'm 12. <laughs> do something. That's good oh, stuff. I I have to say, speaking of 12-year-olds. Okay. That's a bad segue, but go ahead. Cut that. No, this is great. So, when I was on my... Disney Cruise. Did you beat the shit out of some kid? No, but I was fully prepared to choke and murder a 12-year-old. Like Bad Santa style? Yes. Okay. Um, Not really. This is all exaggerated, but... I made you some sandwiches. (laughs) Beat the shit out of some kids. Uh, On on our cruise ship, there's, of course, a a little kid's area. Like three and under kind of water play area right okay everybody every big place like this has especially a a disney especially a disney cruise it's called nemo's reef and there's like a bunch of little things spraying water everywhere and a little baby side slide how precious this kid that was like as big as i am 12 years old like and when i say as big as i am this kid's like 12 years old and like 200 pounds is totally thinks that it's 100 percent okay to be just like ragingly partying through Nemo's Reef with all these two and three year olds trying to play around. And I'm like, what the hell is this kid doing? And then this kid quite literally pushes the three year olds to the side to cut in front of all of them to go down the little stupid two foot slide and then proceeded to continue to do that. And I was like, I came up and I was like, hey, buddy, like, you need to not be, uh, like, chill out, dude. Like, it's just one of those where you're watching it and you're like, is this shit really I know, happening? I was, like, I was like, dude, you need to chill out, man. Like, these are little kids. Like, chill. Because he's, like, doing, like, full belly flop body slides and through it. Like, like he's just, like, king of the castle. And I'm like, dude, you got to get out of here. And so, uh, you know, he just looks at me like I'm crazy. And so I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to do the proper thing. I'm going to go talk to a lifeguard and be like, hey, lifeguard. This kid is being ridiculous. So the lifeguard, of course, tells the kid he's got to get out. He's like, this is for little kids, man. You got to have adult supervision. Is your mom here? No. Okay. Then you got to get out. And uh, for the rest of the week, that kid and the other little kid that he was with did nothing but torture the lifeguards because they just thought that they had the power over these lifeguards. And it was shocking, dude. Like, literally, they would try and come into the little Nemo's Reef area, like, sneaking style. And the lifeguards would be like, guys, get out. Like, you know, this is for little kids. Get out of here. And uh, they would, like, laugh at them and point at them. And, like, at one point, they were like, guys, it says right here on the sign, three and under, must be accompanied by adult blah 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 and the kids started like break dancing in the lifeguard's face like pointing oh, their god. finger those and I, are the worst kind of 12 year olds oh dude. my god and i was like sitting that's there, why bad santa beat the shit out of some kids yeah dude i was sitting there just like if my, if this was my kid there'd be a murder in our family yeah i mean he <laughs> well, uh, the parents weren't even around no, no no i mean these kids are like you're on a cruise ship dude that's like half of it they're just like the kids that are semi-old enough parents just turn them suckers loose yeah but, like you can't get murdered on a cruise ship i uh, know but i mean 
to the to the on the other side. Not everybody's it. worried about getting murdered every time you're out of sight, though. Th- this you was know? the only like bad kids that we ran into. So we're on this huge ship with kids everywhere, and most kids are being good. But these two kids, I mean, I was dumbfounded. I mean, I was like. I personally feel obligated to follow you kids back to your parents just so I can tell your parents how you're acting. They probably don't give a shit. See, and that's the father don't. in you. You know, maybe maybe eight years ago or so, like, you would have felt compelled to choke slam those boys. He just oh, said like, he was trying uh, not... That's the father in you. The, yeah. I the, probably... I mean, dude... The father in you is, I want to go back and talk to your parents. Could, but could you imagine, course, like, but, seven little two- and three-year-olds in a line up these little steps to go on this little rinky-dink slide that's barely anything, and this, like, 12-year-old kid that weighs 200 pounds is like, look out, little kids, and just, like, forces his way past a bunch of two-year-olds to slide down this slide, and I just was like... It's like a deep sea. I'd be like, hey, man, you're, uh, you're swimming in piss and shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go in the it was, water? It was uh, just Before one of those I take things. your arm and break it off and beat you to death with it. I fe- I'm like, you know, we're in the middle of the ocean, dude. You know, people fall overboard all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's the implication. <laughs> yeah, man, that cruise, that's that's good stuff. We'll get more back into your cruise. You could be talking about that forever, man. Forever. So, and because uh, we'll, I'm going to be going on one later. Alex went on a cruise, so I'm sure we'll have more cruise talk. But we're running out of time tonight. You guys got anything else you got to get off your chest before we get out of here? I love you guys. I tolerate you. (laughs) Awesome. Well, uh, I appreciate you coming in, Alex. Thanks for staying the whole time. You've been over here for a while, and, man, it's uh, it's been good. Thanks for having uh, me. Not wasted. So I appreciate it. And thank you, everybody, for listening, and we're going to catch you on the next one. Bye-bye.